Just observe your breath. Mindfully breathing in, mindfully breathing out. Mindfully breathing in, mindfully breathing out. This is the preparatory steps. That is just to understand breath as it is. Natural breath without regulating, without controlling. Just observe your breath. That is the first thing to be understood. Then at a time you can understand the Buddha said Digangva Asasanto Digang Asasamiti Pajanati. You can understand that too. you take a lone breath. Ah, this is the lone breath. Uh, that is the first step. First step is to understand. Now, as you are observing your breath, you can understand at a time you take a lone breath. Then you, you take a lone breath, understand lone breath as lone breath. So, diganga asasanto, diganga asasanto, lone breath in, lone breath out. That is the first step. According to the 16 steps, this is the first one. Then, the, where there is a lone, where there is lone, there is short. So, next one should be necessarily the short one. So you to understand the short one as short one. So rasangva asasanto rasang asasamiti rasangva pasasanto rasang pasasamiti. When you take a short breath, you have to understand short breath as short breath. It is going in and out. That is the second step. Then the third one is you to understand the whole breath body. Sabdakaya pati sangvedi. What is this? Sabdakaya means whole breath body. Pati. Pati means contact. Sangvedi, you have to be sensitive. You have to be sensitive to understand this contact, this touching of the whole breath body. Sabdakaya pati sangvedi. Asasisamiti sikati. Asasisamiti sikati. In and out. Yeah, you have to train this. And then, that as the fourth step, you can understand that breath is calming, as if you are not not breathing. Sometimes you get afraid. Oh, what 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 is happening to me? But you don't want to get afraid. That you don't stop completely, stop your breath. You don't. So sometimes it is it is calm in your breath. That is what is called pasambhang, pasambhang kaya sankara. That is calm in your breath. So these are the first four steps. First four steps. There are four sets of four. Four sets of four. So the four of the four sets, this is the first four first four. Uh, so whenever the Buddha said, whenever you practice, all the while you are practicing these four, you are practices practicing one of the four components, what one of the four establishments of mindfulness. What is that? Body. Mind contemplating body as body. You know there are four four establishments of mindfulness, which we are going to talk to later. The of the four, the first one is estab, uh, contemplating um, body as body. So whenever you are practicing these four you are practicing this 
mindfulness of body as body okay then the next four that is called uh, the first one is there rapture arises as you come in your body that body rapture arises the buddha said piti pati sangvedi piti piti is rapture rapture arises you to understand rapture as rapture rapture arises and it suffuses all over the body it doesn't last long but you can understand rapture as rapture that is what is called piti pati sangvedi then there follows sukha happiness next step is happiness rapture happiness then you have thoughts still you have many types of thoughts these are called chitta sankhara pati sangvedi chitta sankhara you can understand your thoughts chitta sankhara mental formations where when you observe different thoughts you can control your thoughts and you can calm your thoughts also just as you calm your breath you are calming your thoughts that is called calming calm in your chitta sankara pasang bhayam chitta sankara so whenever you are practicing these four all the while you are practicing these four you are practicing another components another part uh, of the four establishments of mindfulness what is that that is the feeling contemplation on feelings as feelings then the third four uh that is now as your mind is calm your thoughts are calm in you can understand your mind clearly chitta pati sangvedi chitta pati sangvedi asasisame sikati pasasiksame sikati your meditation is mindfulness of breathing but still you can understand the mind as mind now where gladness arises you have glad glad in mind that is called abhipamodayang chittang you have a great gladness in mind abhipamodayang chittang asasisame tisikati pasasisame tisikati glad in the mind you are breathing in breathing out then your mind is now calming is you have happiness tranquility tranquility of mind where concentration arises now you have good concentration this concentration together with this concentration you can completely cut off your five hindrances then you come to this concentration that is what is called liberation of mind next one is called liberation of mind that is the fourth one of the third group third group of four liberated in the mind vimochyang chittang asasisame tisikati pasasisame tisikati liberated in the mind liberated from five hindrances what are the five hindrances sensual uh, sensuous desire ill will uh, sleepiness and uh, laziness uh, restlessness and doubt this five 
completely, completely cut off these five hindrances. Then your mind is clear, no hindrances. Your mind is well developed now. There you can see through. That is what is called insight, vipassana. Where you can see things as they are. Whenever you see things as they are, you see things are arising and perishing. Whatever is in the nature of arising, it is in the nature of perishing. That is what you can see. That is what we call impermanence. Anichanu pasi asasisamiti sikkati pasasisamiti sikkati. Anicca. You see anicca. Then viraga anupassi. Next step is viraga anupassi. Viraga is fading away. Fading away of craving. Defilements. Viraga anupassi asasisamiti sikkati. Dispassion. Fading away. Then the next one is cessation. Niruda anupassi asasisamiti sikkati. Cessation. The last is Patinisagga Anupasi, complete uh, relinquishment. That is called relinquishment of all, all defilements, all latent tendencies, tense, all gone. With that one attain enlightenment. So when, whenever we, we are practicing this, the first First four, while we are practicing the first four, we are practicing the first one of the four establishments of mindfulness. That is, the contemplation of body as body. When you come to the second four, when, whenever we are practicing this, then we are practicing feelings. Feelings as feelings. Then the third group, whenever we, we are practicing the third group, we are practicing the mind. Mindfulness, uh, contemplation on mind as mind, chitta. Then the last one, when we practice the last four, we are practicing, we are experiencing the Dhamma, the mental objects as mental objects. So this is the connection. Buddha very clearly said, monks, when mindfulness of breathing is developed and cultivated, it fulfills the four establishments of mindfulness. See? This connection. Ah. Now, as we are practicing mindfulness of breathing, it necessarily, it should necessarily help us to the practicing, developing of the, of the four establishments of mindfulness. That is the path. The Buddha said, this is the one way so for this, the Buddha delivered a special discourse named Satipatthana Sutta. The discourse on mindful establishments of mindfulness. That is what we want to uh, understand today. This discourse was delivered when the Buddha was living in the place called uh, Kuru, which is the capital of India today, Delhi. Kuru is the Delhi. Now it is called Delhi, that area. Then the Buddha lived there, addressing the monks, 
As the preamble of this discourse, the Buddha said, Monks, this is the one way for the purification of beings. As Bhantaji explained these five purposes, the Buddha said here in this discourse, for the purification of beings, for the overcoming of sorrow and lamentation, for the disappearance of pain and grief, for reaching the path for the attainment of enlightenment. This discourse was delivered for these purposes. The Buddha said, what is the, what is the way? Buddha asked, what is the way? Chattaro Satipattana, the four establishments of mindfulness. Now you know the four. Contemplating body as body, contemplating feelings as feelings, contemplating mind as mind, and contemplating Dhamma as Dhamma. Those are the four. Then Buddha questioned, how, how one should practice this? Uh, when practiced, the Buddha's, Buddha recommended here, at the very beginning, recommended four things to be maintained, four things, four factors to be maintained when we practice this. What are the four factors? The first is, this is the atapi. We should have effort, ardent to practice. Do it ardently. You have to practice all the time. We have, we should have this in our mind. Whether we have this effort, we are practicing lazy or with an effort. We should have an effort to practice. Continue this meditation. I should do this. I should stay longer like that. From time to time you have to maintain, you have to make sure whether you have this effort, atapi. Then sampadhyano. Sampadhyana is janati means no. Pajanati means no well. Sampajanati means know it very well. Janati, Pajanati, Sampajanati. You to know it very well. Know what very well. Know your object very well. You to understand, you to you to understand your object very well, clearly. Not dreaming. When you give your attention to your breath, you don't dream. You don't sort of stay in a sort of illusion, delusion, but clearly understanding what is really happening. That is what is called clear comprehension, in other words. So, Sampajano. The third is, third is Satima, mindful. Do it mindfully. Practice mindfully. Satima. Then the fourth one, Vinaya loke abhijjado manasa. Vinaya is to avoid. Avoid both. Abhijja and do manasa. Abhijja is covetousness. Do manasa is grief. So, avoid both and stay in the middle. When you stay in the middle, what is there? That is equanimity. So, practice equanimously. Equanimously. So, these are the four again. Ardent, 
ardently you can use the term ardently comprehending uh, clearly comprehending mindfully and equanimously these four these are the four things to be maintained when we practice then the buddha said how to practice the first one that is the first establishments of mindfulness the establishment of mindfulness of body as body here there are uh, six sub sections when you when you study the first one the contemplation on body as body there are six sub sections let's understand this now the first first one is mindfulness of breathing which we have already talked we can skip this then the second one second one is mindfulness this is you see this is how the buddha said how to practice mindfulness postures we have wherever we go whatever we do we have only four postures basically we have only four postures when we go when we walk we just walk everybody is walking going somewhere that is walking that is one posture then we stand we stand somewhere we all are standing if we are standing that is standing posture that is the second posture then the third sitting see we all are sitting but in different posture different ways but still the posture is one that is sitting then the reclining posture we lie down those are the four postures buddha said give attention to your posture buddha said give you give attention to your posture you are not you don't want to worry of how others sitting how others doing things don't worry about this you to understand your own how you you are doing what done or undone by yourself so you to give your attention to yourself and understand how you are sitting how you are walking how you are uh, uh, reclining or any whatever you are doing you to give attention be aware of yourself that is how to be mindful so that is the second uh, sub section then third third one you see this discourse is a long one this is called loan discourse there are 32 34 loan discourses <laughs> within this few minutes i am trying to summarize this whole discourse for you uh, so that that's why i don't want to go in details okay then the third one the buddha said how to develop awareness uh, mindfulness of all activities all activities buddha mentioned some uh, abhikante patikante sampajanakari hoti whenever you walk whenever you go forward be mindful patikante whenever you are returning be mindful uh, आलोकिते विलोकिते सम अभिकंते पटिकंते संपजान कारी होते 
ఆలోకితే విలోకితే సంపజాన కార్యో అది ఫుల్ సంజితే పసారితే సంపజాన కార్యోతి దిస్ హౌ యూ టు బి మైండ్ఫుల్ దిస్ ఇస్ వాట్ ఇస్ ప్రాక్టీసింగ్ సంజితే పసారితే సంపజాన కార్యోతి సంగాటి పత్ర చీవర ధారణే సంపజాన కార్యోతి రిఫరింగ్ టు మాంగ్స్ ద బుద్ధ సెట్ సంగాటి ఇస్ ద మాంగ్స్ ఔటర్ క్లాక్ సంగాటి పత్ర ఇస్ ద బోల్ అండ్ చీవర ఇస్ ద రోబ్ ది శ్రోబ్ so whenever you use these things be mindful in your case whenever you wear your clothing shirt when you button whenever you you wear your uh, any clothes clothing be mindful and whenever you wear your ornaments anything necklace or bracelet or any be mindful that is the meaning so you are asked to be mindful when you, you wear these things sangati satta chivara dharane sampajanakari hoti asite pite kaite saite sampajanakari hoti asite asite is to eat when you eat to be mindful you to be mindful when eating eating is a meditation so whenever you eat to be mindful asite pite when you drink be mindful you see how the buddha has taught us all these little things even all these little things how you drink when you drink be mindful asite pete khaite khaite is to khaite is to you you choose something bite you from you bite and chew it right like apple take an apple and you bite it be mindful <laughs> not like a monkey <laughs> not like a monkey take it understand and you can bite it and eat it khaite saite sampajanakar khaite is to taste when you taste it be mindful asite pite khaite saite sampajanakari hoti then buddha said even when you use the use restroom uchchara passava kamme sampajana karyo whenever you even whenever you use the restroom be mindful and finally the buddha said when you talk when you walk when you stand when you when you walk uh, and when you talk and even when you are silent be mindful this is how the buddha explained the way to be mindful to everything everything we have to be mindful of our action so that is the third sub section
the first one is the buddha said buddha categorized buddha classified this body into 32 parts 32 parts and asked us to observe these 32 parts and understand the real nature of it these are not made of gold pearl gem you can understand what it is how it is the real nature of these different parts of the body there are 32 let me to name this 32 i want to use pali word also but they said kesa in this body there are there are head hairs kesa is head hairs then loma body hairs naka nails danta teeth pacho uh, skin mansang flesh naharu sinews atti bones atte minja bone marrow vakkang kidneys hadayang heart yakanang liver kilomakam diaphragm pappasang kilomakam pihakang spleen pappasang lungs pappasang antang intestines antagunang uh it is called mesentery antagunang uh pardon antagunang udaryang uh, antang antagunang udaryang udarya is the stomach uh udaryang karesang feces pittang bile semhang phlegm pubbo pas lohitang blood uh, sedo sweat medo fat asu uh, tears vasa grease kelo saliva uh, singanika mucus lasika kind kind of oil in uh, bones lasika muttang urine mattalungang kind of uh, fluid in brain those are the 32 parts of the body the buddha said observe this you can't you can't understand all this at the very beginning but when you observe different parts of this body you get you get a very good concentration and later on even you can see through and understand these things that is uh, the fifth uh, that is the fourth that is the fourth subsection to understand the body okay then the fifth one is in this body not only this body everything is composed with four elements solidity liquidity mobility heat these are the four elements patavi apo tejo vayu the buddha said observe these four in your body and understand that is the fifth section 
and the sixth section is uh, nine charnel ground meditation charnel ground is the the where the scopes uh, thrown away it was the custom in the time of the buddha that when one is died the body the corpse is taken to the uh, woods and throw it away so then the buddha advised his disciples to go and observe these corpses different different stages of the corpse like how it's bloated after that few days after 3 2 2 3 days after you can see that it is bloated and festering and uh, livid and fest you know then you see that you can understand and when you see the this corpse the buddha said compare it with yourself oh this is what happened to me also then go there again after another few days after few days go there and see how different how it is devoured by many difficult uh, many different animals like jackals dogs uh, crows vultures all these kind of different animals birds they come and eat it and see this and compare it with your body oh this is what happened to me also like that nine times when you go in different times you can see different stages stages of the body oh, that is another type of meditation so all these six that the sixth one all these subsections were given for us to practice uh, as the contemplation on body as body to understand the body as body but it is not necessarily to practice all the six by us if you practice at least one you can attain enlightenment through that say for instance the mindfulness of breathing that itself is enough some there are some people they want some different uh, objects uh, say for instance those who are lustful it is better practice the 32 parts of the body to such a person in such a way we have to take different objects and practice okay let's go to the second one that is second one means the second components of the second establishments of mindfulness that is establishments of mindfulness of feelings as feeling here we are not practicing mindfulness of breathing just you sit and you to understand the feelings in the body any feelings any sort of sensation in the body buddha once uh, categorized this different feelings into 108 in particular discourse name bahu vedaniya sutta many kinds of feelings the name of the sutta is many kinds of feelings in this sutta in this discourse the buddha categorized this into nine nine types of feelings but the said we have pleasant feeling painful feeling and neither painful nor pleasant feeling three types 
And these three, again the Buddha categorized like worldly present feeling, worldly painful feeling, worldly neither painful nor pleasant feeling. Six. Next the Buddha said, unworldly, unworldly pleasant feeling, painful feeling, neither painful nor pleasant feeling. Those are the nine types of feelings. So we have to understand these different feelings. That is our meditation. That is, um, that is the second of the four, four establishments of mindfulness. Let's go to the third one. That is mindfulness, uh, establishing mindfulness on mind as mind. You have to see mind, you have to observe mind as mind. Mind as mind, when you practice this meditation, you are observing your mind, not your breath, not your feeling, but mind. When you observe your mind, the Buddha said, Buddha categorized, again Buddha showed us uh, 16 types of mind, 16 states of mind in this uh, particular discourse in this uh, section. When the mind is lustful, affected by lust, understand it affected by lust. If it is unaffected by lust, understand it as unaffected by lust. When it is affected by hate, then understand it as affected by hate. When it is unaffected by hate, understand it as unaffected by hate. When it is affected by delusion, understand it as affected by delusion. When it is unaffected by delusion, understand it as unaffected by delusion. So, lust, hate, delusion. Three. Yeah, you have six affected by them and unaffected, affected and unaffected. There are six now. Then when the mind is contracted, understand it as contracted mind. When it is distracted, understand as distracted mind. When it is exalted mind, understand it as exalted mind. When it is unexalted, understand it as unexalted mind. When it is surpassed mind, understand it as surpassed mind. When it is unsurpassed mind, understand it as unsurpassed mind. When it is concentrated mind, understand it as concentrated mind. When it is unconcentrated as unconcentrated mind. Finally, the Buddha said, when it is liberated, understand it as a liberated mind. If it is not liberated, understand it as unliberated mind. These are the sixteen steps of sixteen states of mind. Sixteen states of mind. So that is how we practice mindfulness of mind, giving attention to mind. But mind is not mind. Mind is not mind. 
that we need to understand. Okay, let's come to the next, the, the last one, last components, last uh, establishments of mindfulness, establishment of mindfulness of mental object. What is this? This. <coughs> When you practice these first three, your mind is clear, your mind is well developed now. You can understand your five hindrances clearly and cut off five hindrances, where you can, you have both serenity and insight. You have both serenity and insight where you can understand real, the real nature of this uh, five aggregates. Real nature of five aggregates means that it is impermanent, unsatisfactory, soulless. It is impermanent. It is not mine. It's, I am not. Not myself. So you can understand the real nature of five aggregates. What are the five aggregates? Form, feeling, perception, volitional formations and consciousness. Then you can understand the six internal bases and six external bases. There are six internal bases. What are the six internal bases? Eye, ear, nose, tongue, body and mind. These are the six internal bases. And the external bases are form, sounds, odors, flavors, tangibles and mental objects, Dhamma. Those are the six external bases. So twelve, these are called twelve bases. You can understand the real nature of bases. Not mere understanding of that, that it is there, but the real nature of uh, these things. With that, by this time you have developed your mindfulness very well. It has become a powerful tool now. It has become a factor of enlightenment, which leads to the attainment of enlightenment. There are seven factors of enlightenment. Of the seven, the first one is mindfulness. As you have developed mindfulness, now it, ha it has become a powerful tool. So mindfulness, uh, the mindfulness is the first one of the seven, seven factors of enlightenment. The first one, mindfulness. Second one is investigation of the Dhamma. Your mind is developed so that you can understand Dhamma. You, are, you have the power of investigation. Even if, that is called investigation of the Dhamma. Then the third is energy, effort, energy, virya. Then the fourth is rapture, 
ಪೀತಿ ರಕ್ಷ ಫಿಫ್ತ್ ಇಸ್ ಟ್ರಾಂಕ್ವಿಲಿಟಿ ಪಶ್ಚಾದ್ದಿ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ತ್ ಇಸ್ ಕನ್ಸಂಟ್ರೇಷನ್ ಸಮಾಧಿ ಸೆವೆಂತ್ ಇಸ್ ಉಪೇಕ್ಕಾವಿಕ್ವಾನಿಮಿಟಿ ದೋಸ್ ಆರ್ ದ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಫ್ಯಾಕ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಎನ್ಲೈಟ್ಮೆಂಟ್ when you practice this seven fact when you practice develop these are to be developed you see the hindrances are to be cut off these are to be abandoned these seven are to be developed when you develop these seven factors of enlightenment they all lead you to the realization of the four noble truths four noble truths unsatisfactoriness the cause of unsatisfactoriness the cessation of unsatisfactoriness and the path leading to the cessation of unsatisfactoriness those are the four uh, noble truths are there four truths in the world these are not the four truths but four facets of truth truth must be one and common to all all beings in the world that truth is unsatisfactoriness these are the four facets four sides of the same truth that is why they are called dukkham aryasaccham dukkha samudayam aryasaccham ದುಃಖ ನಿರೋಧಂಗಾರಿಯ ಸತ್ಯಂ ದುಃಖ ನಿರೋಧಗಾಮಿನಿ ಪಟಿಪದಾರಿಯ ಸತ್ಯಂ ದುಃಖ 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 ಅನ್ಸಟಿಸ್ಫ್ಯಾಕ್ಟರಿ 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 ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಕನೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಸೊ ವೆನ್ ವಿ ಪ್ರಾಕ್ಟಿಸ್ ಫರ್ದರ್ ವಿ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ದಿಸ್ ಫೋರ್ ನೋಬಲ್ ಟ್ರೂಥ್ಸ್ ಅನ್ಸಟಿಸ್ಫ್ಯಾಕ್ಟರಿನೆಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಅನ್ಸಟಿಸ್ಫ್ಯಾಕ್ಟರಿನೆಸ್ it is to be comprehended buddha said this dukkha this unsatisfactory is to be comprehended and the cause of unsatisfactoriness is to be abandoned the cause of unsatisfactoriness is craving then the cessation of unsatisfactory is to be realized that is what is nibbana and the path for the unsatisfactoriness is to be developed the path that is the noble eightfold path so the noble eightfold path you you all know this eight the first one is samadhitti that is right understanding there it has three levels the first one is understanding what is good and bad what is right and wrong what is wholesome and unwholesome some people they they even they haven't got this this much they don't know what is good and bad what is right and wrong what is wholesome and unwholesome they don't appreciate what is good they simply live like animals that is the first level of understanding good and bad and the second level is we should have a certain particular way 
to follow like we a, a sort of philosophy or or religion or sort of technique to follow that we have to stick to that and we have to follow it the third level is the right understanding of the four noble truths that is the deeper level understanding the four noble truths is the right understanding then the second one is samma sankhapa right intention third samma vacha right speech then samma kammanta right action samma vayama uh, samma ajiva right livelihood samma vayama right effort samma sati is the seventh that is what is the four establishments of mindfulness samma sati there it means the four establishments of mindfulness then the eighth one is samma samadhi the right concentration as bhante ji explained clearly for the completion for the accomplishment of samma samadhi right concentration we have to develop the first seven first seven factors from right understanding to right uh, mindfulness when the first seven factors are completed your samadhi your concentration become a, become the right concentration otherwise it is a wrong, it is a wrong concentration that is why many thousands of ascetics religious people they got samadhi but no nibbana no enlightenment that is why it, it doesn't lead to enlightenment for the attainment of enlightenment this much is not enough mere following the eight pole path is not enough you have to go two more what are the two more right knowledge you should gain right knowledge and finally right liberation the liberation is also there is, is a right liberation samma jnana samma vimukti together with these two the path becomes the tenfold path eightfold path becomes a tenfold path with this completion the person becomes an enlightened one so this is the way to real peace real happiness of nibbana the buddha delivered this discourse and at the end quite assuredly said monks if one should practice this in such a way for seven years one can attain enlightenment if they attain enlightenment or if any residue remains can attain the stage of state of non returner within seven years then buddha said let alone seven years within six years one can do this then reducing 
that that period within 5 years this can be done within 4 years within 3 years within 2 years within 1 year within 6 month one can do this then further buddha said within 5 month one can do this if one can practice this properly correctly then within 5 months 4 months 3 months 2 months 1 month half a month finally said if one would practice this accordingly one can attain enlightenment within 7 days this is the assured this is how the buddha said this is the assurance given so friends let's understand the significance of practicing mindfulness of breathing and and practicing developing the uh, four establishments of mindfulness as the buddha very clearly said when we practice this med- mindfulness of breathing it leads to the four establishments of mindfulness which lead to uh, the seven factors of enlightenment and which lead to the uh, true knowledge and liberation therefore with this understanding let's continue our practice so that we all can understand we all can experience this real peace real happiness of nibbana may we all realize real peace real happiness of nibbana Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.